Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. I'm your host, Paula Jenkins. I invite you to join me as we explore how inspiring people have chosen joy in their lives and what they have to share with us about how to jumpstart joy in the world. Plus, how do we follow our own hearts, find work that lights us up while mindfully noticing the role that joy plays in our own journey. Welcome to episode 88. This is Paula Jenkins, the host of Jumpstart Your Joy. I want to give you guys all a very big and warm welcome. I am so glad that you are here. This week, I'm doing a solo cast all about how to find what fits in your life and some of the look back lessons that I've had being a podcaster for the last year and a half, along with some really fun and interesting things that I've found with Tara Moore and Pema Chodron over the last couple of weeks that just seem to really sync up with what I've been talking about in this month, which of course is no surprise because the universe seems to reach out and give you just kind of all that inspiration that you need whenever it seems that you're looking. For the month of May, we've been talking about finding what fits, and it's all about looking at connecting the dots in your life and finding the what behind what brings you joy. Of course, I've talked this month with Sarah Von Bargen, Andrea Scher, and Emily Wapnick, and you'll want to go back and listen to all those episodes, which you can find on the website at jumpstartyourjoy.com. And it's been so much fun talking about life, careers, and money, and how to infuse your life with more of what lights you up. Before we get to the solo cast, I want to say that I am so glad that you're here. I publish show notes for each episode that include links to some of the books I'll be talking about and additional references and some of my thoughts about the topic. And you can find them for this episode at jumpstartyourjoy.com slash episode 88. If you've been listening for a while and you want to subscribe, you can find Jumpstart Your Joy on all the major podcasting syndication spots like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Player FM. All you have to do is search for Jumpstart Your Joy and you can hit the subscribe button and then you will get the episodes as they're released on Tuesday mornings delivered directly to your mobile device or to your your iTunes account. So this episode is being sponsored by my Jumpstart Your Podcast class. And I am so excited to announce that the class is starting up again beginning June 20th, just I guess a little less than a month away. If you've been hearing me talk about the class and you are ready to sign up, you can head over to the site jumpstartyourjoy.com and you can register today. I help women, many of whom are in the healing or coaching professions, and all of them are extremely passionate about their area of expertise. The class is set to walk you through how to pick a topic, choose a name, decide your format, and then go through the basics of what you need and get your show up and running in just eight to 10 weeks. Of my first class, 83% of the students went on to start their own show, and they are, I'm gonna give them a little shout out again because I'm so proud of them, doing it on the side with Vanessa Soto, Midlife Schmidlife with Liz Applegate, Free Her Spirit with Christine Petty, Mother's Quest with Julie Neal, The Mindful Retirement with Lisa Curtis, and The Egg Whisperer with Dr. Amy Avazade. If this sounds like you and you know you just really want to start your own podcast and ready to make the jump, please join me. You can use the code SPRING50 at checkout for $50 off registration during early bird registration, which runs through May 31st, which is just, what, 
that is just tomorrow when this comes out so that's wednesday so be sure and sign up and take advantage of that i would really love to work with you you can find out more over at jumpstartyourjoy.com so let's talk about finding what fits i have a list of four things that when I started thinking about how did I find what fits in the way of podcasting in my life? Because if you've listened for a while, you probably know that this has just been such an amazing ride for me. At 88 episodes in, it's just been such a joy. And it has been completely life-changing for me to get to speak to you guys each week. Getting to speak to, I mean, every guest there is, I've said this before, an aha moment where I'm just beaming at whatever this person has said and I feel like my world is expanding and growing and I'm getting this new information I'm getting to ask guests questions that you know that I've had on my own heart for a really long time or a new angle on something maybe I've heard an an interview with the guest before and I'm like but why didn't they ask this and to get to ask those questions of people in real time and then share them with other people has just been the most amazing experience it's grown me as a coach it's grown me as a project manager it's grown me as a person it's extended my confidence and if you've if you've heard me talk about it you also know that it's taken the ick which i can't believe this but it's taken the ick out of marketing for me because i love talking about this show so much that it doesn't feel like i'm extending myself out in an awkward way i just love talking about it and i love talking about and sharing the conversations that i'm having so that is to say like i can tell you right now that the podcast has been one of those things that just fits And after 88 episodes, I can totally assure you that it's one of the things that I look forward to doing each and every week. You know, I kind of think about you guys. I think about what do I want to share this next week, especially for the solo cast. It's really special to get to dig into some of the things that I've been reading or listening to and think of how I want to share them with you. And so the four things that I think really made a difference when I was looking at both starting and continuing a show because the interesting thing is it's one thing to launch and then it is a whole different thing to continually put out a new show each and every week you know it's kind of like an initial push to get it out the door and then this (laughs) more of a sustained marathon week after week after week to get a show out with new content so here are my four things and uh, we'll get into a couple of books in this discussion as well and I can't wait to share all of this with you So the first thing is really committing to yourself. If you want to start out on something and finding what fits in your life, the first thing you really need to do is get serious and commit to yourself. You've probably had those whispers as we've heard guests talk about and then I know Michelle Ward talks about those whispers of things that are just in the back of your head or in your heart and have been there for a really long time. And so I say commit to yourself to explore that thing. It doesn't have to have a destination. Like you don't have to know where it's headed, but just say yes to some of those little things that pop up. And maybe look at it in a way of when you've started things in the past, what has what has made some of those things work for you? You know, if it's a new habit or a new thing, a new hobby that you want to try, How have you made it so that it could be a success? And how can you use that sense of success now for this new thing that you want to do? For me, when I started the show back in September of 2015, is that right? I really, I said to myself, and I don't know why it was, but that I would do this thing for a year. And it's super interesting to me because one of the students, Christine Petty of uh, Find Her Spirit, 
she talked to me about it and she's like, wow, just think of that. Like, what can you do if you committed to it for just a year? Like, what happens when you know there's no out? What changes and what shifts in your mind or your heart when you know, hey, I'm going to do this for 52 weeks no matter what? And so it was one of those things that I just committed to in my own mind. There were no excuses and no outs. And once I'd started, I knew I was in for 52 episodes. And like I said, I don't really know why I chose a full year, but I did know at that time, and here's a stat that's kind of interesting, but that most podcasts don't last more than seven episodes. It's probably because it is, it's a pretty big time commitment, you know, taking the time to interview a guest, taking a time to write your show notes, to record the thing, to edit it. It's a pretty good time commitment. And so I think a lot of people get into that seven episode stretch, realize it's a lot of work, and then if it's really not clicked for them, you know, they stop doing it. I was excited when I got to seven and eight and nine and 10 and really hitting 52 at that point, I was so excited. So when you're looking at this, whether it be podcasting or really whether it be something that's been on your heart for a long time, committing to yourself and committing for a time frame, I think is really important. Your commitment could be very different than the 52 weeks that I set myself up for. You know, whatever it is, set a number in your mind and just commit to it and see what happens and see it as an experiment and see it as, you know, from a beginner's eye, like how can this thing be new and exciting and how can I get into that instead of getting frustrated when things, you know, get rocky or are different than you expect. If it's a podcast that you're after, a season could be any number of episodes. You could commit to doing 12 and not any more of that. Maybe you just want to explore. Or you could do 12 and agree to revisit if you like really love it. And then you just decide you want to keep going. But at least for podcasting, one of the keys for me was making that commitment to a certain amount of time. And for you guys, I would say whatever this thing is that you feel like you're being called to do, you have an immense amount of power and strength. And you have a story to share with this world. So I want you to take faith in that and really dig in and make that commitment to yourself and ask, you know, what commitment can you make to yourself as you embark on this journey? Because what you'll see is you get this back in spades, like what you get back after you've made this commitment and start to share your story and start to dig in deep is it just comes back bigger and and leads you on to do things. And it is so exciting. So I hope that you guys will Take that first step step and make a commitment to yourself. So number two, I've written, see podcasting or whatever your goal is as a gift goal instead of a should goal. Now these words, if you've read Tara Moore's Playing Big, and if you haven't, you need to go get it because it is so awesome. You'll recognize these words of gift goal and should goal as something that are from her book. And she shares this amazing insight about how people really tend to set two kinds of goals for themselves. A should goal is the kind of goal where you're going after something because you feel you should. Tara states that these goals are often short-lived because the motivation to complete them is somewhere outside of yourself. These goals are often hard to keep and they require that we dig in, that we dig in even though we don't always have the desire to complete them. And then we end up judging ourselves because we feel like if we could just get serious about this, then we would complete that goal. So a should goal is really hard. It's often external to yourself and it's often very hard to get to it because 
it's not something that you really desire with your own heart. On the other hand, she calls the other kinds of goals gift goals. And these are goals that we are so excited about that we are spurred to do them. Even when it's hard and even when it's improbable or difficult. In a gift goal, you are so lit up by the goal or some aspect of what's be, what you need to do to reach that goal that you almost can't help yourself. The goal is easy to reach because you want it so badly and it's so inspiring, fun, or energizing to work on it. And of course, my podcast has been one of these gift goal things. It's probably a gift goal because for the longest time I have loved drama and acting and improvisation. It's also a gift goal because there's these other little nuggets, like I said earlier, where I get to talk to people who inspire me and I get to do things that are interesting and I get to learn new things as I'm doing it. So it's like this, it's a multi-layer gift goal for me because of all of the things in it that I love so much. The interesting thing here is that gift goals are often these things that we're drawn to from our hearts and that draw us out and then we want to follow them and so they have all of these things wrapped into them and so that's why if you've been hearing that whisper for so long and you've been hesitant to follow it I again you got to go for it because if you're following somebody else's goals the should goals they're not going to be as fulfilling but if it's something that's on your own heart and I really encourage you to go after it and dig in and, and go for it because you'll see that gift goals are the kinds of things that really spur you on and keep you energized, even when there's long hours and even when there's hard things that come up about them. The next thing, number three, I've written as trust in what calls to you. And this one ties in directly with Tara Moore's gift goals. But the idea of it comes from a slightly different place, and that is the teachings of Pema Chodron. And if you haven't read her, again, oh my gosh, you need to go read her. The quote that was really inspiring to me, I've been reading her book, The Wisdom of No Escape, which was recommended to me in some Facebook group. Um, Somebody was asking about books that were good for people going through grief. And I don't really remember why I thought, oh, I should pick up that book. But I did. And I've got to say, wow, this is a good one. She wrote it as she was... I'm going to just read a little bit of this. So the basic creative energy of life, life force, bubbles up and courses through all of existence. It can be experienced as open, free, unburdened, full of possibility, energizing. Or this very same energy can be experienced as petty, narrow, stuck, caught. Even though there are so many teachings, so many meditations, so many instructions, the basic point of it all is just to learn to be extremely honest and also wholehearted about what exists in your mind. Thoughts, emotions, bodily sensations, the whole thing adds up to what we call me or I. And here's, now I'm gonna break from from reading it, but here's the really good part. Nobody else can really begin to sort out for you what to accept and what to reject in terms of what wakes you up and what makes you fall asleep. No one else can really sort out for you what to accept, what opens you, what opens up your world, and what to reject, what seems to keep you going round and round in some sort of repetitive misery. And so when you pair that together with this idea of the gift goal and the should goal, I just feel like there's this nuanced level of something that is so interesting. What she's saying is no one else can sort out basically what lights you up or what kind of 
put you to sleep, what bores you. And so when you get really honest, and it might take sitting in meditation for a little bit and saying yes to that small whisper, or if you're not sure what that small whisper is, asking your heart, what do you really want? Kind of like what Andrea Sher was saying, you know, like go for the Mondo Biondo list. Write down all the dreams and hopes that are on your heart. Just write them down. Just write them down. Those are the things that wake you up. Those are the things that bring you to life. Now, now that you've got a few of those, those are your gift goals. So tie those into those goals that, that draw you out and that are just exciting to you and energizing to you. And I swear, those are the things that will keep you going and that will keep you excited. And whether that thing is a hobby or that thing is, you know, kind of like Emily Wapnick talked about in the first episode of this month around finding what fits, whether that's like a hobby, whether it's part of your full-time employment, like finding a way to bring that thing into your life is what will exponentially bring you more joy. And, and so I really love this idea from Pema Chodron. You guys got to get this book, The Wisdom of No Escape, and really ponder on that. Like what are those things? And only you know them. Like don't look outside yourself. Don't let the should goals get in the way. But dig in, look for the thing inside of you, and then build your gift goal around that thing. So number four of these things of finding what fits and the things that have really delighted me is find a community and find support. Of course, anytime you start anything new or you're looking for that thing that you really think that you want to do, I think it's really important to find people that are also in that same realm, meaning they have similar interests. They have a passion about the thing that you have passion a passion for because it gets really hard. I, I think it's in the next episode, but where it gets really hard and it's hard to have your family and your friends always support you in these things that you are super passionate about, especially if it's not, if it's something that they don't have a ton of experience in. So while it it might be, it might seem somewhat obvious, I would say be sure and find a community and find support, you know, go to Facebook and, and look for the thing that you are interested in. You know, there's a ton of great groups out there. If you, if it's podcasting, there's She Podcasts. For women, it's an amazing group of people. But no matter what that interest is for you, I know that you can find a group that would support you in, in finding out more about that thing. Um, and I would also say that if you can't find it, then it's also this amazing invitation to create that group that would give you support. And then that really positions you as an expert in that field and also gives you that really lovely added bonus of finding more people that just are doing the same kind of thing that you do. Because that has been so instrumental for me in coaching and finding the um, Courageous Living group run by Kate. And you can find more over in the show notes. If you are looking to train to be a coach, I, can't, I highly recommend that program. But just the community that's come out of that has been really amazing. And likewise, with finding other podcasters and staying in touch with the students that have graduated from my class has been really inspiring to stay in touch. And, and uh, personality-wise, I love to also be an educator. So it's been really fun to teach others. And I think that keeps you 
integrated in whatever that thing is that lights you up. For me, it's been really interesting to stay on top of what's happening in the podcasting community. And then that just gives me more and more and more to talk about as uh, I talk to people about starting a podcast or just very interesting to continue to be wrapped up in that world. So I hope this has been super helpful and given you something new to think about as you look for finding what fits in your world. Again, the four things that I recommend are commit to yourself, see this thing that you want to go after as a gift goal instead of a should goal, and that one's inspired by Tara Moore's Playing Big. And number three is trust in what calls to you. And that one is inspired by Pema Chodron's The Wisdom of No Escape. And then lastly, number four is find a community and find support. You can find the show notes and links to both of those books over at the website at jumpstartyourjoy.com slash episode 88. And that's that's the end of a really amazing um, May and finding what fits. And thanks, you, thanks to all of you guys so much for listening this month. It's been the most downloads of any month which is always an exciting number to hit and uh just super exciting so i thank you for your ongoing support going into june is of course a new month and a brand new theme and i am so excited to have both michelle ward and laura sims on next week to talk about following your heart which is the theme for the month And the two of them are talking about how to find a creative career that you will love. Both Laura and Michelle are past guests who were on separately last season. And I love them both. And we just have such a fun talk. There's so much information and just (laughs) inspiration. I know you're not going to want to miss it. And don't forget that if you are ready to start your own show, the early bird registration for Jumpstart Your Podcast is now open on the site and you can use the code SPRING50 to get 50 bucks off registration through tomorrow, May 31st. So I hope you guys will come back and tune in for Michelle Ward and Laura Sims. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy.